Hello, everyone. Welcome to one more podcast for the Athletic School podcast. Today, our guest speaker is Jay Tsui. He's a mentor, coach, speaker, writer. He has more than 20 years of experience coaching athletes, professional football, track and field, hockey. He was also a high school teacher for more than 15 years. Um, his book just came out. It's called 13 Ideas to Effortlessly Bring Joy, Calm and Peace in Your Life. I had the pleasure to read. So after I, I read the book, I, I was 100% sure that you would be a, a good guest speaker. Um, and also Gustavo here is my partner. So thank you guys for to, to be here today. And JT, thanks so much for being here with us. Well, you know, Igor, Gustavo, I appreciate you for inviting me to, to come on your podcast. And I look forward to having a great conversation. Yeah, thank you, Gustavo. Yeah, thanks for introducing me today because the other day he forgot, but that's fine. <laughs> so yes, let's let's jump to the podcast. All right. So, um, JT, you you've been working with athletes in many different levels, high school, professional, any type of athletes. Uh, so my first question for you is, um, what is the like the biggest obstacle that athletes face today, in, in your opinion? Yeah, no, and that's a great question. Um, you know, it's interesting when you really start to understand what holds athletes back, whether it's, you know, from the little ones all the way up to high school to the professional, there seem to be a lot of themes. And for me, what I notice a lot with the clients, with, with the athletes and coaches I'm working with, it always comes back to this idea of winning. I always challenge my athletes and coaches to win the next play. So what I mean by that, it's, it's focusing on, you know, going all in on this next play, because what can get people stuck at all times is sometimes when we think about, you know, two plays from now, five plays from now, 10 plays from now, that that can keep you stuck. So, so I would say keeping focused on the here and the now is, is really the thing that athletes must work on if they want to take their game to the next level. And I think that's really cool. We had a guest speaker in Portuguese and he was talking about how the sport has been changing with all the technology. Also, the athletes have, they have been exposed to social media way more than in the past. And it kind of goes in the same way that you said. Sometimes it's just hard for athletes nowadays to focus on the next play, especially because they have a whole world uh, around them. And sometimes it's hard because of social media, because of like cell phone all the time and this kind of stuff. Do you think the sport has been changing as well? Yeah, no, and, and that's definitely a, a great question. And what I've seen, you know, over the course of, you know, 20 years of coaching, even going back to my experiences, that athletes today are growing up with pressure that we've never seen before, right? There is so much coming at them, right? Social media. And what it's done is it's given people a platform to to really judge right athletes based on on their you know how they perceive that athlete is performing and it's something that no generation of athletes has really had to deal with before right so so really it's about conditioning and, and training our athletes to learn to become more objective with themselves right to to learn how to sort of drown out the noise is that easier said than done it sometimes? Absolutely. But the mind is like any muscle. The more focus repetition you put it through training the mind to be focused, 
on winning the next play, it can really help athletes um, become more objective with themselves. And when they become more objective with themselves, they're able to be more calm and confident and put more of that energy into, as I said, winning the next play. Yeah, yeah. No, and another insight that I, I was gonna mention, you mentioned about like going all in the next play. Um, and I feel like for, in our entire lives, like in many areas in our life, we worry too much about or the past or the future, you know, and we, f we forget about the present. Uh, and Ryan Holiday, the guy that writes yeah. about stoicism, he talks a lot about that, especially because stoicism talks about that. And <laughs> there's one speech that he gave that he was mentioning how you control how you play, you know? So like, doesn't matter what other people are thinking, doesn't matter what you did in the past, doesn't matter uh, how, what the outcome is gonna be, but the only thing that matters and that you can control, it's how you're gonna, you know, play. How you're gonna, like, if, are you going all in? Are you just, are you going just, you know, half of the way because you are thinking because, oh no, but tomorrow, oh no, but yesterday, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's really important for us. And to be honest, it's hard, you know, and I've been trying to do that and it's not easy. Yeah. But once we have the knowledge to, to you know to be aware of those things becomes easier and like you said with a lot of practice i think that that can be possible to achieve mm -hmm. so my next question for you uh something that we always talk to each other uh is about the comfort zone you know yeah uh, we've seen many athletes they get in a in a high level then they just they cannot improve anymore you know yeah. so for, for you, as a mentor, as a coach, you were an yeah. athlete as well. How, how important do you think is to get out of the course? <laughs> well, again, that, that's foundational to success, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing grows in the shade, right? I had a former colleague that said that to me, and I'm like, oh, that's really true. Yeah. You know, one thing I often share with my clients is, is this, is that it's knowing that challenges, obstacles, setbacks, will come up from time to time in the game of life, right? But it's understanding that what you do in those moments is really going to impact what happens from there, right? It's that ability to, to respond, to, to think great, and to combine that great thought with a great action. And that's how you can, again, win the focus on winning the next play, and then as you focus on winning that next play, then it's easier to build some momentum. Mm -hmm. Do you think, uh, is, is, is it possible to be aware of that during the game? I mean, like, uh, I play volleyball and then yeah. like say two bad plays happen to me and yeah. then I'm not very confident and then my, my body language is different, my behavior is different. Do you think the athletes are able to notice right away and feel, no, now I'm not comfortable. So. I'm yeah. gonna do with that is gonna change the, the course of the game of my game. You think they can be aware when this happened during the game? Yes, but this is where I do believe the power of having a great coach and mentor in your life is. And I think for athletes, right? It's not a question of ambition and drive because that's what athletes do. That's what we've been conditioned to do, right? Like we'll get up, we'll go do the work. But like anyone, we have, we all have our blind spots, right? I have my blind spots, you have your blind spots. So what I have felt is powerful is 
how can we create that shift? So if we are, let's, let's say our athletes are caught in a negative mindset. They're just, they keep on replaying their, uh, you know, their, un, the nightmare reel, right? Of all, all the things they didn't do. How quickly can you create that shift back where they focus on the here and the now, right? So one, one line I used to use with the athletes is chin off your chest. Because a lot of athletes, when they go, right, what, what do they do? Their chin goes off their chest, their, their body posture just changes. So again, chin off your chest, it gets them up, right? So all of a sudden they can get more air in. So, so I think, again, as coaches or athletes, as coaches and mentors, we need to have those like sort of trigger words that get, that help our athletes to reframe the situation, that, that get them to focus on the here and the now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I would like to to go a little deeper on that mm-hmm. because uh, I think failure is a big part of success. <laughs> and I, I was gonna ask you more, like uh, if you could go on more details, how yeah. how to help the athletes to like uh, to deal with failure? You know, how yeah. how to see failure uh, as a part of the process? Yeah, no, that's a great question, right? Because as, as I was mentioning earlier, challenges, obstacles, setbacks, they're part of the game of life, right? Not just in sport, but in all areas of life. I think it goes back to what the language is. You know, I'm a firm believer, and one of my mentors taught me this, you only fail when you stop taking action, right? So it's that idea. Now, again, does that mean challenges, obstacles, and setbacks will come up? Yes. But one thing, one question I've learned is that this is where the power of questions and 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 really having those questions that help you refocus so one of my favorite quotes that i'd like to live by is the nelson Mandela quote i never lose i either win or i learn and why i love that quote is it's it's it reminds me that to be great at the game of life you must learn to be objective with yourself like no judgment right it's not positive it's not negative it just is And then that reminds me that to ask those questions of what am I doing well? What can I do better? That's it, right? Because looking in the rearview mirror of, oh, you know, I should have done that. Like it doesn't fix the past. Like the past is facts. But what I can do is focus on what I'm doing here in the now. What am I doing well? What can I do better? That's it. And if you apply those two questions to your life, any area, sports, relationships, finances, that is how you start to win what I call the effortless way. And I think changing the look like this, it's not like about what did I do wrong? It's what can I do better? It's, it's a different, I think it's a different perspective, but it changes everything, like the way you do the things. Yeah, um, I, I heard, I don't, I'm not going to remember who said that, but uh, I feel like someone told me once that like, doesn't matter, the, the answers, they are, all there you know we have dances for everything but what we don't have are the questions so sometimes we are asking the the wrong questions you know so once we start asking the right questions we start getting the answers that, that we need to to then eventually succeed you know yeah and that's and that's that perception right that's your perception muscle right that's one of those higher conscious faculties that allows you to look at sort of both sides of the coin mm-hmm. yeah so um in your book, you, you talk a lot, of, a lot, of course, about athletes' performance and stuff like that, but you also talk about joy, calm, peace, you know, and I think for, for athletes that play in a high level, it's hard for them sometimes to, yeah. to find that, and I struggle with that, to be yeah. honest, 
you know yeah. so like um um how how to deal with the bigger picture as yeah. being a successful athlete in mm-hmm. enjoying the process <laughs> of you know of going to the field about being yeah. tired and, and and all all the the life has the thing you know so yeah. how how to deal with that what, what do you think is the most important thing what what are your thoughts on that yeah no again a great question and and i think it's a great reminder for your audience that hey as athletes again the ambition and the drive it's there right we're coachable like we like to get up and get after it like that's there but also with that is for many high level athletes it's about learning how to harness that ambition and drive right so i i i'm a firm believer that it's learning to create some harmony between being process driven but goal oriented right again process driven goal oriented so again that goal is kind of like a checkpoint it's like a measure it's like a it's a measurement it's like a snapshot in time of how you're doing that's it It's not good or bad. It just it's just a measure. But the question again, what does it mean to be process driven? It goes back to this idea of the goal is achieved, right? Like let's say I have a goal to uh be, you know, NCAA. Let's say I, I want to be an all-American in okay. in soccer because I know Igor you're saying that that's your big passion, right? Say I want to be an all-American in in soccer at the NCAA. What thoughts and actions do i need to take today to be an all american right so so that's what i mean by being process driven it's it's creating alignment in your thoughts and actions today with where you want to be tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah so so that's kind of the play understand that you'll fall out of time sometimes you'll be like whoa like oh I'm not good enough but you can always create that shit back right no i i love that yeah it's kind of sense so <laughs> It's of purpose like this I, i don't know if understood well but like this like process driven it's like yeah. having a, a purpose a reason to yeah. like to do it and then with that reason that purpose you can you can build your goals that are more like achievable like short goals long-term goals like whatever it is and then you can yeah. measure if you're getting there or not and that's that's very nice it's the first time that i heard about that so yeah, yeah it's really cool <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I like I like the idea of, you know, having like looking at the big bigger picture, but also, you know, achieving those uh small goals like uh, every day, you know, how to be successful every day towards the bigger picture, you know. So, yeah. I think that's that's really important and a lot of people miss that. Um So my next question is about happiness. I think happiness yeah. it's so hard to talk about happiness because yeah. so many people um define happiness is in a different way. So the happiness in sports um yeah. you think uh people can be happy uh not being where they want to be and <laughs> if you think if you think they can how <laughs> Yeah, you know, I had a great coach and mentor that that shared this with me. Focus on your goals, not on your results. Because if you're only looking at your results right now, if you're an ambitious driven person like us, you're going to feel stuck because you're going to be aware enough to realize like I'm not where I want to be and then all of a sudden, you know, the woe is me and all, and, and and hey, no judgment, we've all been there, right? 
but but really learning again to focus on the goal creates that shift back because it reminds you why you did it right everyone talk you know simon saying talk about start with why right like focus on the why and what i've really learned from doing this work and especially over the last two years is this you have to find joy in the process because i think we've all had those goals before where we we work really hard we hustle and grind and all of a sudden we just and all of a sudden we get there and go what's next right is that ever right because i'm sure that that's probably happened to you right so so again it's it's connecting to that that feeling right of of celebrating the wins on a daily basis like you talked about whether it talk about gratitude right i i remind myself hey those are blessings right like like celebrate those blessings every day because the more you celebrate you can be joyful grateful feeling blessed today when when you get to that end and you reach your goal it's going to be that even that much sweeter so so yeah again here in the now right like yeah. find the joy find the blessings yeah no yeah yeah i, I feel that that's it's really interesting but it's also really hard to do it that's why mm. i wanted to go a little bit deeper especially in a situation where your team or if you are uh athlete that compete an individual sport you are your goal is to get to the final or make to the national championship and you ended up like not getting there ended up like not making this goal how but you did everything you could how do yeah. you feel like i i did but i couldn't the other team was better how do yeah. you find that peace that happiness in that situation yeah no and that's a great question right and and this is where it's so important again simple simple ideas right about how to create that reset so the fact is okay you weren't successful at this point right but again it goes back to this idea ask yourself the question what did i do well what can i do better moving forward right and when you always look at it it, it goes back to that nelson mandela quote where i either win or i learn right just because you lost that match doesn't mean that it's it's you're never going to win again it's just now you need to refocus right maybe maybe you need to reprioritize some things and and then you get back on the path and you get back on and why that's so powerful is that's the only difference right between athletes that you know great athletes and the ones that are you know average is how quickly can you reset after quote unquote failure Yeah, I think the answer was was like simpler than I thought, but it's just <laughs> the hard the hard yeah. the hardest thing is having this mindset that like to remember this every day, like kind of having this quote in your head yeah. every time. I think that's the biggest thing for me and probably most for all the athletes. Yeah, and, and what I would share with you guys again from my experience again, I was in education for 15 years, right? And I I I truly Part of why I dedicated my life to this work was I realized, you know, we're never taught, at least I was never taught these things. I know a lot of the athletes and students I've worked with have never taught these things. So, so this is why it's so important to have platforms like yours, where you share these ideas because no one's ever, most people aren't taught these ideas. So it's important that we give these, allow people to take from it what they want, apply it to their life, and then they'll start to see that, you know, um, greatness only more greatness is going to ensue yeah yeah i totally agree especially because when we started sometimes we had this conversation with awesome people that we we never listened something like this before and we were 
that's super cool. We need to share. And then it kind of goes in the same way you were saying, like we, some people never heard. We never heard a lot of things and you are very concerned about learning. Imagine someone that never thought about yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. really important. Having this kind of conversation and sharing with people. I totally agree with you. I remember um, the other day I was talking to someone here at the school and we kind of have these kind of conversations, you know, and then I ask, oh, like, uh, have you heard of the, the law of attraction? And then the person said, uh, I'm not sure. I, I think I, I remember learning that in school, like uh, in, I don't know, in a science class or something. I said, no, it's it's not about that, you know, that's not the attraction that I'm talking about, you know, yeah. so like, uh, unfortunately, many people, they, they don't even have uh, any ideas, you know, mm -hmm. how to, how this, like this conversation, the type of the, the language that we are using right now, many mm -hmm. people are not even able to, to get what we were saying, so I, I that's why we feel like it's our duty to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to share that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um But I was gonna, I was gonna mention something that you you mentioned about asking those questions. You know, I think uh, self talk also is so important, right? Because like Gustavo was saying, like I give everything, um, so there's no reason to be sad. But the, because the results didn't come, then you are sad, you are you are, you are mad with your teammates or whatever. But then once you ask those questions, when you have that self talk, I think those those things uh, becomes easier to see and get clear. So now you can see from a different point of view and say, okay, that's fine. You know, I didn't get the results like we were mentioning. I don't, I didn't get the results, but my goals are still there. I did everything that I could, wasn't the right time right now, but that will be the day that I'll achieve that because I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah, and, and you bring up a great point. You know, we are programmed and we are conditioned to like trained to allow things outside of us to to dictate to us whether we're winning or losing right you think of report cards right like a report card an arbitrary market of zero to a hundred defines what kind of student you are right the number on a scoreboard at that snapshot in time says if i'm a winner or a loser so so when that happens i call that report card syndrome where your results control your thinking If you're not happy with your results, right? Then that result, you're going to think not great about yourself. You're going to, then you're not going to feel very good. And then you're going to take some half-assed action. And it's just like this vicious cycle, right? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Where when you actually stop and think, right? You, again, you focus there. When the thinking allows you, you think about, okay, what do I want? What's my goal? Then that will again allow me to feel better when I feel better I'll have a more a greater action and greater action greater result right so it's so long story short what I'm really trying to get at here is what's controlling your thinking right is your thinking controlling your results or is your results controlling your thinking so it's a big distinguishing between what which of the two is working good I I like that I like that and I <laughs> I'm gonna take a note on that because I think it's really important um so my next question still kind of on, on that side the part that you were talking about your book so um how to apply love kindness in in a world in sports that is so competitive you know because mm -hmm. the other day we had a game here for soccer mm -hmm. um and then the game was you know pretty hard zero zero 
and then the last five minutes the other team scored um on us and then the guys start cheering you know and they come to me and start saying really bad words and like uh nothing happened during the game for them to to call me what they called me you know <laughs> so like uh, how can i come to those guys after the game and say hey good game good stuff and you know mm -hmm. and still be kind still you know um love the game and and, and be a nice person when mm -hmm. those things happen you know yeah and again right it's easier said than done right like that's that's kind of the one but that's where you know i, I think back to it is you always have a choice and whether you react or whether you respond. So, so I always look at it that way as sometimes a more powerful way is to say nothing. Hey, thank you. Great game. Because then at least you are showing up in a way that is in alignment with who you want to be in this world, right? Of truly leading by example. And, you know, I just feel like when you do that, it's only going to make, and I know this is very altruistic, but it's going to make the world a more loving and kind place, yeah. right? Because I'm a firm believer in, hey, the world needs less anger, more leads, needs less uh, frustration, divisiveness, right? So, so for me, it always goes back to that idea of, um, yeah, you always have a choice, right? Whether you respond or whether you react. Um, would it be okay if I just share a, a quick story about that? Please. So my last couple of years of high school, uh, we actually got beat by a team uh, by 50 points. Now they were a great team. They, they were more skilled, they were more talented than us. And I remember some of their players running by our bench, taunting our players, right? I remember guys uh, cheering on the other team when some of our players got hurt. And I remember saying they're pulling them all aside because you could just feel the energy, right? You put a lot of alpha males, right? Big, big, strong, powerful athletes together. And I sat them down and I, and I said, listen, I know that it's not easy to walk away. but this is the expectation. And what that reminded me, our players responded well. I, and it was just like, you know, who they wanted to show up with. And I had a number of parents reach out to me after and came up to me and just thanked me for teaching their sons about how to show up in this world. And really at the grand scheme of things, the score in a score of a football game is small in comparison to that life lesson that those young men took that day. Here's the best part. That same group of men lost for four years to the same team, eight times. Their last year, they beat them twice. Once in the regular season, once in the final. And you know what? I'm a firm believer in because they, they held the vision. They stuck to our goal. They bit the bullet when it was hard to, but that laid the foundation because if they could be disciplined in that moment, being down by 50, having someone taunt you, you know, call you all kinds of names. When, when, when the time came, it, it, they were just ready. They, they were so disciplined, so ready to go. 
Oh yeah, I, I believe that's. I mean, for so me, many things true. Yeah, no, yeah. and for me that's it's, true, a hundred percent. You know, like uh, you can call karma, you can call whatever you want, but like I, I feel like uh, if you're giving bad things to the world, the world's gonna give back to you. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, it. That's. I don't know. For me, that's just the natural law of the world, and I truly believe that that's that's all what happened. You know, like it started like. A, a long time ago when your players didn't respond they didn't react and they respond right um so no i i yeah. love that it's kind of the way that we go here like we always talk, talk that the ego is is an enemy and like yeah. you, you need to fight your ego and that's what your players did like they mm-hmm. they of course they wanted to to react and to show some sort of power in that situation but that's just your ego talking like yeah who you are is like walking away and be who you are believe in who you are and then sometimes you let the ego talk for you and then you act like not like yourself yeah mm-hmm. and again like you guys are talking about simple law of cause and effect right and uh it's it's powerful when you control the input the output takes care of itself yeah sure <laughs> um so for me like you you took a a position of of leadership there you know talking to all those guys and you talk about that a little bit in your book as well um so uh, do you think leadership and success are connected oh a hundred percent right you know in order to you know i'm a firm believer regardless of what it is uh, whether you are a leader is really management and management is, is the development of people right and what I mean by that is every great leader, their focus is to help other people to achieve their goals and to help get them there faster and with greater ease, right? And, and that's what a great leader does. So yes, um, and anyone that is successful in life is, at least from the people I've met, the most successful people I've met, are, are the greatest leaders and always the most giving people. I, I love that, yeah, no. And I, I feel like uh, it's leadership, something um, hard to talk about sometimes because we see so many good players that mm-hmm. they are not leaders. Like uh, they they help the other, the team to play with in a better skills. way, yeah, yeah, with their skills, but they, sometimes they are not good giving speeches, you know, or they are not good on talking or something, but I think there's so many different ways to lead um, mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, if we get the people that are successful in the world, we'll see that in a certain way they were leader and they still are a leader, you know? So yeah, yeah I agree with you. So, you good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my 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 next and one of the main questions for us is how you define success. Yeah, no, that's that's a great one. Um, I, I go back to Earl Nightingale's quote, where Earl Nightingale talked about success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or goal. Okay. So why I love that one is just again it's the progressive. So it's like this idea. So I'll share with everyone a story. You know, I was out for a walk with my wife and kids. And, you know, 
we were out in a green space, you know, beautiful summer day. And all of a sudden we realized we don't know where we are. And then my son goes, are we lost? She said, no. And all we needed to do was to continue to start walking again. And by putting one foot in front of the other, we eventually found our way there. So I think that that story just highlights that idea of, again, success is a process, right? It's, it's, it's a journey. It's filled with ebbs and flows, but it's learning how to keep a great attitude during those ebbs and flows that really ultimately will lead to that success. No, I, I love that. And you were mentioning about that before. And, you know, about when we see like the difference between the champion athletes and average athletes, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even their technical skills. You know, it's how they deal with failure. It's how they they come back from a loss, you know? So it, that's, that's for me, that's what you say. And if we, I don't know, I just feel like uh, the mindset, the mentality, that that's what really makes the difference. That's what really makes people succeed and some people, Uh, not being a failure, but just being average, you know? Yeah, and I really like the way you said, because it, as I said before, it looks so simple and yeah. it, it kind of, and it, it's not that hard to to realize what is the right thing to do and how to enjoy the process, how to yeah. how to be happy, because I feel that success is kind of goes the same way with happiness. Like happiness is not the outcome, it's like the process as well. So we've mm-hmm. got to enjoy the process. You're never gonna be in a place. Now I'm happy. I don't know. I don't need to do anything else. I'm always gonna be looking for something else. And yeah. just the the reminder, the, the daily application of what you learned, and that's the most hard. Is it is the hardest thing? Yeah. And you bring up a great point. And one of the ideas that you know we've been all led to believe in is that success has to be a hustle. It has to be a grind. And right, like that's a really popular term in sport. But the question I always like to ask people is why does it have to be a grind? Like whose idea, is that your idea? Or is that, you know, so so when you really start to question like these beliefs that we have, you start to realize that when you start to ask different questions, your eyes get more wide open, right? Your awareness starts to grow, your mind starts to get open to more possibilities. And when that happens, that's where, you know, you start to experience more love, joy, and peace, right? And that's what I like to call it. It's like living, winning the effortless way. Yeah, I really like this, like being open-minded to this kind of thing, because like for you, maybe to achieve success, you're gonna hustle every day of your week, and then you're gonna feel satisfied in the end of the week. But that's for you. It doesn't mean that it is for mm-hmm. me, and I need to find what, what is success for me, what is happening for me. And being open-minded to new possibilities is gonna yeah. is gonna be what makes you you see this these other other perspectives. Yeah. You know, and I was I was I'm reading a book right now. It's called the the Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And I was talking to Gustavo about it. And the guy the, the he talks a lot about that. You know, it's like uh, why why is like that? You know, so like uh, you you need to, to be successful in your own terms. You know, not on other people's terms. So, like, uh, what success will mean to you? You know, uh, so it's really important for us to be open mind and ask ourselves, like, okay, but um, why needs to be like this? You know, so like, mm-hmm. uh, he was mentioning in the book how he got a divorce, 
and they had a party to celebrate yeah. the divorce, you know? And I said, but why, why is that wrong? You know, like, uh, am I just living in other people's terms or am I doing my own terms, you know? So like, uh, mm -hmm. oh, there is no rule or law that says that celebrating a divorce is wrong, mm -hmm. you know? So like, uh, it, it's too hard for, for us, especially, you know, to, to see successful success at not being um, someone that worked too hard, you know, or do this or do that. But like the truth is that like we just gotta be successful on our own terms, you know, on how we, we define success, you know. And yeah. and like uh, the guy in the book, he mentions a lot about like um, most of the things that that we live by, we live by imitation, you know, like we're just doing the same thing that other people are doing, you know, like be yeah. successful is having a lot of money and being famous. Oh, why? You know, like if it's mm -hmm. because I really think that's true or it's because the other people think that's true, you know? So, mm -hmm. oh, I, I love that. So JG, thank you so much. Um, like I was talking to you before, I really want people to, to read your book. So, uh, so, Guys, if you guys are listening to our podcast right now, uh, we're gonna have some tasks that you gotta follow, and then we're gonna give away a, a book from JT. Yeah, so thanks so much. I think that book will help a lot of people. Same way, this this episode is gonna, you know, open open a lot of minds around there. So yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, Igor and Gustavo, for inviting me on, and I just want to acknowledge you for the work you're doing. I think you guys, you know, being open and willing to share your journey, right? To share your, what you're learning, your growth, and, and just giving an opportunity for other people even to just listen is amazing. And it speaks volumes about who you guys are as servant-based leaders. So I love what you're doing and uh, I look forward to, you know, continuing the conversation. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for your words and for participating. Give yeah, your time. And we were waiting on the next book because I, I really <laughs> enjoyed really easy to I, I think I I finished the book in like two days, I, I think. So <laughs> like uh, us and thanks so much for you know for sharing all, all those all those thoughts with us, you know, like writing a book and you have your own podcast as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, thanks so much. I'll I'll make sure I'll I'll tag you and I'll share your podcast because I saw that you have many great guest speakers there. So I want people to to be able to listen to that as well. Uh, definitely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you.